Hi, I'm Christina Renteria, owner of Pink Lux Image Agency, speaker and host of your favorite podcast. As a first-time business owner in my family, in no blueprint, I've built an agency focused on serving others to help them in their personal and business life. Each week, I'll be sharing real and relatable advice and inspire interviews to help you on your journey. Get your notebook and mind ready to be filled with tools and education to scale your overall life. This is the Lux Live Podcast. Fly King, how are you? What is happening? I am doing well in these uh, COVID-19 streets, man. It's like we're in a... (laughs) It's like we're into some movie, you know. I, I feel like this has been one of those things we've watched and we've sat back and looked at and said, "Man, that's crazy." And then, you know, we're actually living it. And I'm waiting on somebody to come out and all right, say, "All right, cut." That's the end of that scene, and they haven't shown up yet. So, it's been it's been interesting, very interesting. It has been. So you've been out in the streets. Is that is that what I'm getting to? Have you been out? Um, in- COVID-19 street? <laughs> I've been out, but not like that. You know, I've been out, um, you know, whether it's been to the store, you know, doing things of that nature. You know, I've gone to the radio station. I've done that. You know, I've, I've had to do those kinds of things. So I guess you consider that to be essential work. But, you know, been in those areas. But no, I haven't been doing the, okay, we're going to go hang out and do this kind of thing. Like, you know, whatever. No, it hasn't been that kind of life. Uh, everything has changed in that regard. And so I've made some adjustments and just kind of been very careful, mindful of those things that are happening around you, but still having to function to do what you need to do. But it's been it's been definitely a change. I don't think any one of us would have predicted, you know, the first of the year that, oh, this is what was going to happen, right? That nobody, nobody figured that, nobody. Exactly. I, I can tell you, really, like, I haven't been, like, doing crazy things like in the gym and just having like these huge parties and going out to dinner i'm still like let's cook at home for one it's maybe so much more healthier and then i feel like i've lost more weight because i'm not eating like so much fast food and at restaurants Mm -hmm. and stuff and i've also saved a lot of money because i'm not you know having dinners and things like that all the time so it's like there's some there's some positives if you look at it from that standpoint it's a lot of positives in that sense you know i I cook but being in the fact that you are having to pretty much consume every meal at home um you are buying a lot more uh, because you're eating you know breakfast you're doing lunch doing dinner you know everything you know you're never you're not consuming anything outside of your home no so you're having to, you know, buy all the stuff to make your coffee. So now you're buying more of the stuff you need for that, more of the stuff for the other stuff. And it's like, you feel like you're going to the store a lot, but the real reality is you're using this stuff every single day, you know, and so you're going through these items every day. So it's it's been different in that sense. Um, and so I completely am with you, you know, working out at home and doing those kinds of things and making adjustments there and all that kind of stuff has just been, it's been different, but you know, at the same time, you know, I feel like, you know, we are in one of those places that we all have to be flexible enough to to, to shift in, in what we're doing. And, and that's a part of what we're having to see happen in, in every area of what we do. Exactly. Exactly. Speaking of every, every area, let the listeners know what is one thing that the Lux Live podcast listeners do not know about Sly King, the radio host, the voiceover of millions of projects, the MC that we see. What is one thing that we do not know about you, Sly? So, so this one is a little, little interesting, and, and it's funny <laughs> because it's a generic trait, right? And so, uh, growing up, I didn't realize it until I was told. However, uh, I had literally, I had twelve fingers. Now, this is not a weird story okay this is a legitimate legitimate story but it's a genetic trait that's on my dad's side of the family and so he also had it his his you know his his brothers had it so forth and so on and so basically all it was was another extension on the pinky of your finger and so it went out in that direction but the thing was so when you were born they used they had to tie type of string or something around it to you know basically dead in that area and it would fall off on its own so now i mean only thing you see is a little it's like a little nub or something a little bump there or whatever on both pinkies um and so it is a genetic trait that was passed down and it's a clear sign that you see you know and it's it 
I wouldn't have believed it, but legitimately that's what it was. Um, and so, yeah, yeah. That's, I'm that's, not going to laugh. But no, 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 it's fine. I mean, it's, it's something because you wouldn't know that just looking at me. You wouldn't know that just, you know, it just means I'm, I'm no, I'm not an alien. I'm just a very special individual. Uh, but it's so a did you have break. some toes too, or was it just your no, hand? no, just just the, just the fingers? Wow. Just the fingers. Yep. So, so you had it. Your dad had it. Yep, and all the most of majority of the men on on his side of the family did. Yeah. Wow. So you've wow. always been special. Apparently so. <laughs> oh, apparently so. I've been special uh, pretty much all my life. Apparently so. So this is, like I said, this was nothing in my control, and you wouldn't know this just looking at me and say, "Oh yeah, I can tell." No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't know that. That's that just is, something. That's that, a yeah. fluffier guy right there. Yeah, I know yeah. what a fluffier guy looks like, and that's the one right there. They wouldn't yeah, tell you, you that. <laughs> you wouldn't know that going. Oh, that's a yeah. That guy has twelve. Yeah, I knew he had twelve fingers. Something about that guy. You know, I knew. You know what it is? He's got twelve fingers. That's that's what it is. You know, that's his personality. It's 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 because of that. No, you wouldn't have. That would not have been something you'd have figured out. Okay, so. and see, that's why I love to ask that question in the beginning of the podcast because you learn so much about people. Because we've been friends for what? Has it been over two years now? Oh, it's been over that. It's been over that. I think that was what uh, the stuff for leukemia, lymphoma, and the uh, man and woman of the year event um, officially. You know, meeting and 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 talking, knowing what you used, knowing what you did, and the work you did, or whatever, but really kind of get a chance to meet you in person and, and that sort of thing. And yeah, so it's been it's been about over two years, I think, might be longer than that. You know, time has moved so quickly. I'm, I, you know, I'm struggling to know what day of the week it is. So for, forget the rest of it. Like you know, I can't even tell you half the time what day it is. You know, so they all are running together. But that's been about the time limit. I, I think you're right. I think it was about two years ago it was at the event and then we had knew of each other before mm -hmm. the event we have kind of crossed paths but never just kind of like i think took the time to be like hey what's up i'm christina and right hi right. and right. i do such right. and such and you do such and such like we kind of knew of each other because mm -hmm. we were in similar circles um but yeah. it wasn't like a i think formal introduction and then kind of like talking about work and stuff and getting to know each other and seeing each other more at other events and things like that. Right. Um, right. And then you were awesome because you came out with your podcast and you asked me to be interviewed on it. And I was like, Oh my goodness, this is so cool because I've just always looked at you as like that perfect voice. And I was like, I'm going to come on his <laughs> podcast and he's going to be like, Hi, this is Slurkey coming at you. Oh God! <laughs> and I'm yeah, like, that, Hi, I'm just Christina. <laughs> that, that's always so funny because people, I'm like, no, I just this is how I talk. I'm like, it's it's my voice. Uh, my father's voice was the same. Well, I, I feel like his was a lot more uh, distinguished in that degree. But then again, you know, I've had others say the same. Uh, my mother used to say that a lot about mine as I got older. But I just know that you know getting a chance to do, you know, my podcast and then, you know, having you on, I felt like it was really important because your story and your journey and how you are here is, is, is not what a lot of people think. And, and I felt like it was important to have that discussion and conversation uh, because I think we often hear, you know, the end, we don't know the journey to where you ended up getting where you are. And I think that that's the part that we lose sight and don't appreciate. And so that was a big part of it, but I was honored. You know, I was really excited because it's always motivational to hear people that have done things and moved to where they are. And then you, you find out that, Hey man, look, it's, it's a rough road. And you know, you may be going through some struggles to get to where you're getting to, but it's not something that people have not had to go through. It's all about a process that you have to be willing to work on and, and to be patient through and, and going through the ups and downs and the challenges of what they are. So that's the part that was really, you know, really great for me. It really was. And I think people also don't know your story. And that's how I was like, hey, dude, like you got to get on my podcast, especially around this time. I feel like we have so much on us. And we kind of talked about this before we started the recording is we have our daily tasks. Mm -hmm. And then we have our life that we have to stay focused on that we want to have happen one day. And then we also have our family structure that we're around every single day. And right. we're trying to keep that mental space strong so we can progress. We can yep. pivot if we have to. We can 
you know, keep achieving those goals and like, what does that look like now that these shifts have happened to us? You know, I put a mm -hmm. post up today and I was like, you know, don't be idle because I see so many people being idle right now because they are overwhelmed and they are stressed. And I think a lot of it is just kind of mental that they're doing to themselves. Yep. And it's like, like you said, you just got to do something. Like if it's getting out the house for a few moments, if it is going to your office space and clearing your head, like, you know, what does that look like for, for you, Sly? What does that look like for you to keep your menta mentality strong, your mental space strong, so you do keep striving and achieving those goals because you have some pretty big goals that you still want to accomplish? Yeah, I do, you know, and I think the biggest piece that you talked about is the challenge, right? Because you have the ups and downs, you have the uh, issues where you've gone through the experiences that you didn't do well, or you had doors closed, or you've had opportunities that were challenges. And those things can begin to shape your viewpoint on even going after what you want to go after. And, you know, you get into the space of, you know, you can begin to do a lot of self-doubt if you're not careful. And you can begin to look at others and then you see yourself and you say, okay, well, I'm not here yet. And, and, and I'll be honest, I still struggle with that sometimes. I still struggle with some of those things where I'm going, you know, okay, you, you start doing the math, your age, you start looking at that, you start looking at where you want to be, you start looking at what you see and all these things can begin to start shaping your perspective. And you have to be very careful you know, of not allowing that to deter you from going after what you want to go after and, and then beginning to start pursuing those dreams. So that's a big challenge. And you've got to be mindful of that. And you can't allow that to, you know, deter you from achieving what you want. Because if you do, you know, you'll miss the opportunity. You know, I, I love the illustration that I've seen many, many times. It's where there are two people digging and there's one person that's digging and he's just digging, 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 digging. And the other person is digging and he's at the point to reach this beautiful huge diamond and he's got one more swing he's dug all this long way he's got one more swing and he turns around and quits before he gets there and oftentimes we end up quitting before we get to where we're trying to get to and, and that's the part that we have to be very very careful of not allowing ourselves to do it's easy to quit it's easy to give up uh, it's easy to not pursue those things because of the challenges. And even all of us right now face with challenges, right? We're having to restructure how we do things, how we operate, but you got to be mindful that you got to keep going. For sure. For sure. And, and like you said, we, we have to be mindful and also just keep seeing the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. And that is that eventually the numbers, even though they are skyrocketing right now, they're going to go down. You know what I mean? Like we're going to have to still function and keep progressing just in a different way but we still have to keep progressing and keep functioning. Um, you have so many accolades that we could bring up and talk about from you being honored man of the year to then you going back and emceeing that same event. Um, there's just so much to you, Sly, and that's great, but we do like to stay real and realistic and raw on right. the Multi podcast. So, what are some of those feeling forward moments you, you've had? And, and I say feeling forward because when we feel we shouldn't look back at it. And I can definitely say from just seeing you over the last two years again to know you, you keep going. Even if you get stuck and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing or I'm not doing it as best as I want to do it as, you're still going though. Yeah. What are some of those feeling forward moments that have really kind of molded you to be the voice that we hear? Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, there's, there's a lot that kind of go into that. Um, you know, I, you know, you go back and you look at going through school and you have the challenges of, you know, you being the black person that talks the way you talk to, you know, that. And, and I want people to know this is your real voice. Yeah. Like, yeah. This, even this, when I first met you, I was like, he talks like so like, like TV radio show ish. Like he, what's your real voice? Nobody's asking that all the time. Okay, now yeah, talk yeah, regular. Yeah. Talk yeah, regular. So, like, like, turn it off. You're like, Christina, I can't turn it off. <laughs> really I'm like, funny. somebody, somebody said that. Like, okay, is it all the time? I'm like, well, I, this is just my voice. I don't. I, I this is how I talk. Um, and, and I remember, you know, growing up and going through school. You know, and first growing up, you know, my mother was like, you know, she was a teacher, and it was you know, hey, you, that's not how you say that. That's not how you say that. That's not how you say this. That's not how you say that. You know, speak correctly, do this, do that. 
And I mean, my so dad we had was a conversation because my yeah. mom was a teacher, and so people yeah. were like you pronounce every letter and like right. every single right. word. It's like, well, I've been like hit all the time. Like, make sure you say it right. And right, right. that's not a D, that's a T. <laughs> right, right, right. And and she was on my dad, and he was in radio too, so she was on his case. But the thing is, in that process and going through school, you know, you have people who, you know said different things about the way you talked and all those kinds of things. And then you fast forward and, you know, that became something that, you know, could impact you because you were like, okay, this is a challenge. Right. Um, and then as I got older and then moved into beginning to work and doing things, one of the biggest challenges I faced was working, you know, a job and, and doing work. And I was actually selling cars. And, and at the time I was doing that and I got let go, let go of the job. You know, I it was a job I've been, you know, let go of. And I was like, whoa, you know, I was already coming in. It was a very challenging time there, learning things, getting adapted to what's happening. And then all of a sudden I'm let go. And at that point in time, I'm like, okay, I got to work. And finding that process of finding something else to do. And you're still searching for this position of what you want to do. And, and I'll never really forget that uh, during that journey and during that time of working somewhere else and, and doing what I was doing, you know, I still was in this process of searching, you know, and that was a challenge because I'm like, okay, now what do I do? And I'll, I'll never forget in, uh, in the job that I was in at the time and I was working and I decided that, you know, I wanted to see where my other options might potentially be. And I still wasn't sure. And during that transition, you know, my father passed away and I, I remember saying, okay, <laughs> what am I going to do? You know, what do I need to do? You know, where do I need to look at as far as some things in my career and some things that I may want to look at doing and what I want to what I want to ultimately be. I'm looking at my age. I'm in my 20s and I'm going, OK, you know what? And I remember after he passed away, I decided I said, well, let me give radio, you know, a shot. The opportunity came about to intern and from interning. You know, I said, OK, maybe this might be something I want to do. You know, maybe this might be something kind of fun to do. Uh, but I don't know if I have what it takes to be on the air. I'm not my dad. I'm not that. And in that interim process of thinking through all of that, when I was interning, the, the morning show that I was interning with was let go. And so now I'm going, OK, <laughs> so all these eight or nine months have been doing this you know, uh, interning and learning this side of the business. And I was in school at, you know, for communications and I was like, okay, well maybe I don't know what I'm going to do now. And I, I stopped doing that. And I got a call shortly after like, Hey, I want you to come back. Uh, I want you to work on something. You know, can you come up here this day? And that was how it was. He was a very vague individual about, you know, you know, telling you stuff. So it was just like, okay, well, cool. I'll be there. And I started, you know, running the morning show. I got hired shortly after that. I was put on the air. I had not been on the air before. And all these things happened. But to say I knew I was going to end up going down that road to get to that point after, you know, losing a job and losing my dad and all these things happening. No, I would have never said that because I really and truly did not know what I was going to do. I thought the show was over after the internship pretty much was gone because of the morning show being gone. And I was like, well, I guess that's it, you know, cause I had no idea what was going to happen next. You know, I mean, I just found out, Hey, by the way, you know, they let them go and I'm going, Ooh, really? Um, and so I didn't know. And then from there moving into that opportunity and then making the best of it. But I was very, let me, let me say this. I was very clear during that time that my internship was not just a do boy internship. I had not, made any intentions to do that. I wanted to learn. I wanted to figure out how to do these things. I wanted to be able to learn and do this and do that. So I was determined to learn all the things that I was there. So during that time, I was still learning, even though after the time they let him go, you know, it was like, okay, I'm gone. But when I came back, the stuff that I had learned to do, I was able to do. I was able to function. I was able I, to run. I love how you said you didn't do a do boy yeah. I think that's so important as we are trying to, you know, grow and become who we're supposed to or even figure out, you know, during the figure out stages, I feel like when you're supposed to give it your all and figure and really truly figure out where do you position like where do you play? I feel like that's right. what school teaches us. I feel like that's what life you know teaches us. I used to always hear this joke when I was growing up. Um, the person that was trying to be the fighter and they couldn't fight, you realize like, you know what, I'm not a good fighter. Let me go figure out if I'm good in math, figure out right. if I'm good in science. 
I'm not a good bully. Like that's not who I right. am. So it kind of molds you. Same thing with life. Like if you just go into a position saying, Hey, I'm just gonna bring in coffee, you know, run up some stuff at the printer and do whatever they tell me to do. You're going to condition yourself and stay in that place of, I think the doer or employee mindset all the time. Mm-hmm. And it'd be harder to shift to then take over and lead something. And so right. when you were given the opportunity to lead and have your own segment, it wasn't like you're completely having to learn everything from the beginning. You were already pretty much molding yourself to do that. And now right. you have your own happy hour. You have the brown liquor special. Um, you have all these things that you're known for that that internship molded you for. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think it did. I think the process of going through that did. I think the fact that, I was determined to to learn as much as I could during that time and apply myself and to be there and and to do this and mind you you know doing something that you were getting nothing for for eight or nine months to do and getting up at five to be there at five o'clock in the morning and doing these things was a sacrifice but again it all had a means of paying off not knowing the road that it was going to riding to get to to this point but again, I was determined to work at what I do. And, and then, you know, you learn the things that you need to learn during that, that time and you apply them to what you're doing and you work every day, you know, to be better at, at what you do. And, and that's a part of it. You know, the times of practicing things and learning things and doing things and messing things up and doing things that didn't, in your opinion, maybe not didn't sound the best or whatever, but that was a part of it. And that's what I really took the time to really do to get to this point. So yeah, it wasn't just all of a sudden, you know, that's how it happened. No, it it was, it was a process, you know, it was a process, but you know, 15 years later, you know, it's, it's been, been a journey and a road to, to where, where we are today. And so that's a part of what I think sometimes we, wow. Yep. I can't believe that either. I'm like, it's been 15 years. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of time. I'm like, what age I was when I started and where I am now. And I'm going, I've been there for, that's a long time. It is. Um, That's a long time. But at at the same time too, I think where you begin to see, you know, the growth is where you've taken those things that you've learned over those years, you apply them to what you do, and then you continue to work, you know, to be better at what you do. I, I still work to be better at what I do every day. It's not something that I think I figured out. I still am learning on how to be better uh, and, and apply those things and to use that to grow in greater places outside of where I am right now. Definitely. Definitely. And I love how you're, you're still going. That's the thing, even though you've been in the game for 15 years, like you're still, you're still going, like you're still adding new things onto your resume. Yep. You're still going down new opportunity holes. Um, I want the people to know like it doesn't stop just because you've been doing something for 15 years. Yep. If yep. It anything, doesn't stop. It should get better. Yeah, it you doesn't stop. And doing more. Right. And, and that gets into the, the process of learning, you know, and, and, and as leaders and people who, you know, leaders, you always heard it or you haven't or may have heard them say leaders are learners and you should always be trying to learn and grow. And I still am trying to do that, you know, in, in different ways and how I can grow. And that's why I'm not ashamed to say, hey, I need help or I need help to try to figure out how to do this and navigate through that. That's a part of what you do. I, I, very seldom have you seen individuals who are successful, who have become successful and they've just done every single thing alone. They had somebody somewhere to help them. You know, one of the greatest examples and one that we all kind of have seen and where it came out more publicly in the recent passing of, you know, Andre Harrell and the, the job he's done in the music business and, and his impact. And you're hearing, you know, Diddy say so often how this man was not just a, 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 you know, a mentor to him, but he was a father figure to him and how he helped shape him into who he was and helping him to grow. And he's learning. He still was learning from him even before he passed away. And so what does that tell you that this man had an impact on his life and helped him catapult into being who he was? So it's not like I can do this on my own. And I've never said I could, you know, I've always wanted to have the right people in my life who attach to what they see in me um, and what they believe in me. Because the hardest part is you not having people believe in what you believe in yourself. And sometimes you have to have people to say, man, no, you can do that. No, I see that in you. You have the ability to do that. You know, here's how we're going to make it happen. 
And, and when you have people that can attach to that and can believe that in your life, it, it's a game changer because often you're floating in this space where very seldom people understand or can really get what it is that you are wanting to try to accomplish or believing that you can do. And those individuals that are the naysayers, the toxic people who are doubters, the people who will tell you that's not something that's possible or all these things, those are the people you have to detach from. And you have to be around people who can come alongside of you and want to lend a hand and want to lend uh, some ways of helping you achieve those things because they believe in you and they see uh, the greatness that's in you and what you can accomplish. So that's the part that really makes a huge difference when you're going after, you know, your goals and your dreams. And I hope people was know that he was young, you know, when he passed away recently, he was a young man still. He wasn't yep. 65, 70, 75, 80. The impact that he had on so many lives was in a, about a 20 to 30 period year span. You know, he came out with Jodeci. He was with Mariah Carey, Mary J. Blige. He went from, uh, quote if I'm incorrect, from Motown Records to, uh, was it Def Jam? Yeah, with his the whole deal with that and just his whole journey to starting, you know, his, 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 own, his own journey and his label and doing the things that he's done you know, um, and, and not missing anything in between. But the whole point of what you're making is that his journey, uh, the span that he had a chance to touch the lives of people along the way, that's key. And I think the other key of that is those individuals that he had a chance to pour into were willing to listen, were willing to have him say, hey, look, let me help you understand. Here's what you need to be able to do right now. Here's what you need to look at doing. Here's what you need to focus on. Because often we have people, and again, these are people who have your best interests, who have the ability to help you. We don't sometimes don't listen to those individuals and we go off and say, ah, forget that and, and move on. But there are people sometimes who can really and truly pour into your life. You have to be willing to be open and, and be willing to do that. You know, you try pouring something into a closed container, it's going to go on the floor, it's going to go everywhere else. It's not going to actually go into the container because it's not open to receive. But when you're open to receive and you're willing to be a vessel so somebody can pour into you, then that's when you can begin to receive that. And what happens then too, once you receive these things, once you get that knowledge, once you get the ability to, to better what you are, what you're doing, then you can pour out into somebody else. And so that's what that ends up being. And that's a reciprocating thing, you know, and that's where you see how people have grown and how they become the leaders, you know, that they are and how they impact the influence they have on the lives of people around them. Because I, I, I always want to help people. You know, I, I always want to try to be a help to people. I may not have the answer. You know, I, I do my best to try to find a way or maybe connect you with somebody who has an answer. But I always want to try to help people. And, and, and people sometimes have been surprised, like, man, wait a minute, you, you're willing to do that? I'm like, yeah, I want to help. You know, if I can do something, to help. I want to try to do that because I know somebody has helped me and I want to be able to help somebody else too, you know, in whatever way I can to at least help you fulfill what it is that you, you know, that you have on your life. Exactly. And, and like you said, even if I can't teach you this, even if I can't be that resource for you, if I know someone that can be a resource for you, why would I not share that with you? Like we're not competing. I think people have to get that in their head. And, and that's yeah. what you showed. You know, I was looking at, um, they, they were putting, I think it was on VH1, they had it on, or was it BDT? It was one of those channels where they were showing, you know, his life and who he impacted and everything like that. And the thing was, people like, he wasn't bigger than these people. If we put it on a number scale, you know, these people, he pretty much spoken to and helped progress to get to the level that Mary J. Blige is today, the icon that she is. Um, for the man, you know, Sean Cohn, P. Diddy Cohn is, you know, who he is, worth millions, almost a billion dollars. Like, he wasn't, if you do from a numerical standpoint, he wasn't bigger than them, but the things that he poured into them allowed them to get to that level. Yep. And sometimes, especially yep. in this time, Sam, that we're in right now, everyone looks at numbers. Um, on social media, they want to know how, what is your net worth, how much money mm -hmm. are you making yep. Yep. before yep. I take in knowledge from you, mm -hmm. or I Absolutely. listen to what you're saying. Oh, you don't have 20 million followers on Instagram, so right. you, know, right. you know what you're talking about. You know, you don't have even 10,000 followers on Instagram, so you must know what you're talking about. And it's like people have so much to give you. Don't get stuck on the outer appearance. 
mm-hmm. um, or the social status that they have or the income you think they have or do not have, that, that's just not relevant. You can learn yep. something from the, the dude on the corner that's struggling more than you can learn from someone that may not even want to teach you because they're at a certain level. Right, exactly. And, and it's exactly. like you just have to be in the mentality to listen, to understand and comprehend instead of listening to have something to come back with. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And a lot of times we, we don't do that. We don't listen to comprehend. We listen to respond. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, you're telling me this, but let's shorten it down and rush it. And it's like, you, you cannot rush it. Sean Cohen, right. you know, <laughs> he didn't come who, become who he is. In five years, in ten no. years, in fifteen years, he's also been in the game for what twenty plus now. I think. Yep. Um, yep. You know, Mary J. Blige, same thing. Twenty plus years. Um, her songs are, you know, timeless that you can go back and listen to and still feel those same emotions. Yep. Um, and it's like even Mariah Carey, you know, from the beginning to where she is now, and so many other people. It's like you have to just be willing to take in the information, no matter what you think someone's numbers are or what they are not because let's just say Sean Cohen was like, oh, you're not making more money than me, so I can't listen to you. Right. He would have limited himself and he mm-hmm. wouldn't be who he is today. Maybe he would have Absolutely. eventually, but the respect that he had for him and learning from him and wanting to learn from him, it's like you got to get someone like that around you. Yep. That you can Absolutely. trust Absolutely. and that you can be vulnerable with because I'm pretty sure there's times that, you know, even Sean Combs was like, I don't know about this deal. What should I do? And then he brought it to him was like, dude, you know, what, what do you think I should do? You know, let me get some <laughs> of your knowledge. You know, how does that look? And he probably was like, yeah, no, maybe so. And then right. he went through with it. So like he said, you got to have some people in your corner that are truly wanting to, to help you, not from getting money from you, but to truly just help you get to that place. And we've talked about that being friends. Like, even though I run a company that does what you need, it doesn't mean I have to charge you for it all the time. Because Mm -hmm. if I'm truly trying to help people get to where they're supposed to be in this life, that's the ultimate payoff. It's for you to be like, hey, Christina, such and such happened. I appreciate such and such for, you know, doing whatever. Like, that's the ultimate payoff, not, oh, give me $100 or $500 or $600. Like, you can't take something from nothing. That's true. That That's so true. And and I think that that's a part that separates individuals like yourself and others, you know, and understanding how, you know, when you work together, and I think you said something earlier, and I think it's something that's very beneficial for where we are right now. We have to understand that working together in order to do something great collectively and to build collectively requires you to put aside some of those things and focus on the bigger picture. Because if you are attached to people who are going somewhere and moving in a direction that is going to be beneficial for everybody involved, then everybody that's connected to that benefits. It's not about one person or somebody getting more accolades than the other or this, that, and the other. You know, that's not really should be, that shouldn't, in my opinion, should be, should not be the focal point. The focal point should be on, okay, so how can we do something great to do what we need to do. One of the biggest challenges right now is, you know, when you look at ownership and owning and what do we have and what do we not have? And when we talk about what really moves the needle, dollars and cents, and when you really get into that and you really get into what owns what and who owns this and how this flows, you find that there's very few people that have that kind of ability to move the needle that way because there's not many of us at the top in those positions that make those kinds of decisions. We, we, we just don't. We don't have that kind of shake and move power in some of those spaces. Regardless of how much money we may spend, regardless of how much you know, we have access to in those spaces, but when it really gets down to who has the power and the ability, it's, it's not a lot of times us because we're not in those positions. But when we are able to begin to start coming together and working and building things and, and developing these things, then we can move in a different direction. Um, and then we can start making impacts and we can start moving things and doing stuff that we know can impact and help and benefit everybody around us as much as we can. You know, and I think that that's where you have to begin to shift, you know, sh- you know, shift your mentality and your mindset. Exactly. I think it was it Jay-Z that said, you know, I can't be a boss if 
or people around me are not elevating as well. Right. Basically, right. in his song box. Yeah. Like, it doesn't yeah. make sense for me to be getting all these accolades and achievements and progressing. And then everyone on my team, not literally on my team, but like metaphorically, you know, friends, associates, they're not doing anything because I'm not even trying to help them. Right. I'm so right. focused on me and what my accolade should be. I'm not reaching back. And one of my good mentors always told me, you know, no matter what age you are, you should always be helping someone 10 years younger than you. And then also helping someone 10 years older than you. Yep. Because people that are older, you can always learn from you because you know what's going on right now because they're still focused on what they're doing. Right. And someone right. that's younger than you, they need help to get to that level where you are right now, 10 years from mm -hmm. now. Yep. So, Absolutely. you know, it's, it's teach one, reach one. You got to have yep. that teach one, reach one mentality because like you said, in, in our demographic, we don't have that reach to get those needles up. Yeah. So yeah, we don't. So, so true. And it's, it's because we're not, we have to create them. You know, you can't just sit on an idea, sit on an opportunity. If you know that can be used with two or three more people to make it even a bigger impact, reach out to mm -hmm. those two or three more people. Yep, yep. And that's the part about it. That, that that's the separation. Aside, you just have to. That's the key. That's the key. You got to put it to the side. You got to put that down. You have to lay that, you know, away and say, all right, so let's focus on what we can do to, to collectively do something great. And, and sure, there are going to be people who are going to mess some things up. There are going to be people yeah. who's, who are going to have a different agenda. Uh, and, and those people you'll find out very quickly. But at the same time, those that are not focused on that and their mentality and their mindset is on something different then it makes a big difference and it really begins to start build, you know, those things you're trying to create. And so that's why I think what you do, uh, the heart you have is why number one, you know, you are being blessed at how you're moving and what you're creating and what you're building uh, because there are people who see that and understand that, Hey, here's where she really is and what she's trying to create and do. And they're willing to work with people like that. They're willing to come along and say, yeah, I got you. I'll do that because your humbleness, your, your ability to, to say, Hey, you know what? Look, let's work together. Let me help you. You know, when you have people that have that mentality that are like that, others see that and it gravitates that energy towards, okay, let's do this great together. And that's what separates those people like yourself compared to others who don't think that way, who, who can be selfish, who can have that mindset. That's, it, it's a totally different ball game and they put themselves in a different, different position, but that's, what's so great about what you're doing. And so that's a blessing. And, and that's why, again, you're being blessed in how you're doing what you're doing. And, and that's why I've told you, you know, I'm willing, you know, to help in any way that I can, because I know what you are working towards and what you have in you and what you are creating and what you're helping to do uh, is something that's changing the landscape of so many things. And so when you meet people like that, you want to gravitate towards people who have that kind of mindset and that, that mental focus. And, and that comes over time, you know, like you said, you, the people that are not for you, they're, they're kind of fade out. And yep. that comes with maturity. You know, when you're younger, you're like trying to rush and get everything to work perfectly. And, you know, it has to be figured out. The pieces have to just connect perfectly because as we've been trained mentally, that's how it's supposed to work. Mm -hmm. And I think Absolutely. once you get older, you start realizing, hey, the people that are supposed to be in my circle, people that I'm supposed to touch, they're going to come. Mm -hmm. I'm going to eventually meet them. Something's going to happen with Transpire where we're on the same field. And right now, I think that is that time where everyone is on that same field for you to touch them. Because guess what? Majority of us are still at home. <laughs> Even right, though some right. cities and states have opened up, a lot of cities and states have not opened up. You know, So those people that you want to work with, people that you want to help, that you've been seeing that need, that help, you know, reach out to them. This is the best time to communicate with people and collaborate with people and see like you said, if they're on the same level, how can we progress together? Yep, absolutely. We've done it alone absolutely. for, what, our whole life. Right. But that, has, that, that hasn't worked. <laughs> right, right. That That's when you have the light bulb. Yeah, the light bulb has to go off at this point. Okay, this is not working me trying to do this alone. You know, maybe I need to work on finding a way to get somebody to help me. And I realize that. You know, I, I came to that conclusion, you know, uh, you know, about a year or so ago that, you know, I have tried to do a lot of this by myself and I do need the help, you know, and I'm, I'm in a point where I'm like, okay, this is going to help me move to the next space and where I need to get to, but I got to have a help to get there. 
And, and that's the part where you have to have that real conversation with yourself and say, okay, you're not, you're not a superhero. You can't do this by yourself. You got to have some help. Uh, and, and there's nothing wrong with that, but you got to be willing to put aside some of those things and say, okay, let me get some help so I can be, you know, able to be as great as I know I want to be. And the help that I need to have that happen, I got to bring the right people around me that can help make me, you know, move into that direction. Exactly. I was telling a friend of my other day, like, if you don't and you continuously try to move and do everything by yourself, even if you're not a business owner, okay, like, like real talk, even if you're not a business owner, if you're just trying to be a great lawyer, if you're just trying to be a great teacher, if you're just trying to be a great janitor, I mean, you eventually have to be around other great janitors, you know, right, right, you have to eventually right. be around other great teachers. You have to eventually be around other great attorneys to see what does that look like? If not, you, you cap yourself, you put yourself in a mm -hmm. box Absolutely. that you put yourself in. No one mm -hmm. puts you in that box. You right. mentally put yourself in a cap box because you're saying, Oh, I don't want to do X, Y, and Z with so-and-so to get there. Right. Absolutely. And I think that that's the part that you have to be very mindful of. And, and I think, as you said before, it's, it's in every aspect of your life and you have to be willing to put aside a lot of the things that we oftentimes have been guilty of doing. That's the pride, that's the selfishness, not being humble, you know, all these things and, and realizing that we do need each other. We need the help of the right people around us. And again, I, I do say this and I stress this, you got to have the right people around you. Everybody is not for you. And that's okay that they're not. But when you find the right people around you that are willing to invest in you, you take advantage of the opportunity and you allow them to work with you. Sure, you may not agree with every idea, but that's where you all collectively come together and say, okay, well, you know, that's not bad. Well, I kind of like that too. Well, let's find a way to work this together that's going to best suit what you're trying to accomplish and what you're trying to do. Uh, because I don't forget people that have helped me. I don't forget people that had an impact on my life and have poured into me. You know, those individuals who I was with, who were on the morning show that helped and interned me, I always mention the impact they had on helping me and what I'm doing because they were willing to say, no, I want to help you. No, I want to help you do this. I want you to learn how to do this because that mattered. I would not know how to do a lot of the stuff that I do in the business that I'm able to do today if there were not people and say, hey, look, slot, no, let me show you how to do this. Now you're going to learn how to do this. I want you to learn how to do that. Figure it out. I want to help you get there. That was very impactful. And I don't forget it. And I always take time, you know, to do that. The people that helped me in that area, the people that gave me my first opportunity to get on a mic in a club, you know, that nobody else was giving me a chance to do that. And they said, no, I want you on the club. I want you on the mic. You know, I want to give you, you know, I want you on the mic. That kind of stuff I don't forget because you didn't have to do that, but you did do that when others wouldn't, you did. And it helped me better my craft grow, you know, and, and was, you know, from being nervous, you know, on the mic and you're hearing yourself and you're going, Oh God, you know, like, you know, I don't want to sound lame and dumb, you know, and all these things. And then all of a sudden, you know, you go from there and then it's like, now you've grown into doing this now and it becomes a part of it. You know, I would not have been able to do some of the stuff that I do today from an emceeing standpoint and doing that, even though there's a two different pages of music when it comes to hosting in a club to emceeing a gala or an event. But at the same time, being on a microphone in front of people in that kind of way, I would not have had some of that comfort that I was able to develop by doing that for so long. So all those things I don't take for granted. Every single person that has impacted my life in some way, whether small or big, you know, I could not have done any of the stuff that I'm doing, you know, if it wasn't for people that believed in me and said, hey, I want to help you do this. And, and they had a heart to do it. So that's where that part that you may not see, okay, how much it matters, but it really, really does. And I don't, I don't take that for granted. I want to go back for just a split second, you know, before we wrap up and talk about what you just said, that it was times where you're going to have people around you that you're not going to completely agree with. And I want people to know that those people that don't always 100% agree with you, those are the ones you want to have in your circle. Let me tell you, when things are uncomfortable because you are going back and forth, that is the time to really open up your mind and see what they're trying to say. Yep. Because you're not going to always be right. Nope. You're not going to always have the people. best opinion <laughs> yeah. or the best idea. You're not. And if you think that you are, then you need to go back and then say, hey, is that pride? Is that ego? Is that me not wanting to push the, to the next level? 
Absolutely. Because Absolutely. they're trying to push you to the next level. Absolutely. There's times that, you know, my mentor has said something and I'm like, oh, I don't want to take this in. I don't like how that sounds. Or, oh my goodness, mm -hmm. that is so harsh. And then if you sit back and give yourself 72 hours to really understand what they were trying to say, then you're going to comprehend it better. But in that moment where you're going, when you're being combative and being, you know, I guess not wanting to get what they're saying, it sounds harsh. It sounds like they're coming against your idea or they're coming against what you're trying to do. But if you sit back for give yourself about 24 to 72 hours and really figure out, okay, were they coming from a negative standpoint or are they coming from a trying to teach you a lesson standpoint? Right, right. When you do that, it's like, okay, let me get this lesson. They're not trying to be mean. They're not trying to say, no, you take this and you learn it because they don't want to teach you. It's because one day the goal is hopefully I don't have to be here and hold your hand every single part of the way right. and that you can do this even better than I can. Right. Absolutely. That, that is example. I hope that's the goal for you, for your mentors <laughs> or whoever around there are teaching you. It's so I Absolutely. don't have to hold your hand along the way and that I got to take the training wheels off. Yep. Absolutely. And that's when they're being hard and you're going against you and saying, hey, don't do it that way. Try to do it this way and figure it out. It's not mm -hmm. them trying to stunt you or stop you from progressing. It's them trying to teach you independency. Yep. That's it. You, 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 you can't said. be a leader and be codependent. Mm -hmm. You can't Absolutely. be a leader and be depending on somebody to always tell you what to do, how to do it, how not to do it. You got to kind of get to that point where you're making those mental decisions with people, your team, or by yourself mm -hmm. until you can form a team. Absolutely. That, that is the best thing you can honestly understand about anything that, that's been said is that part there because that is so important and beyond vital. So important. So you're spot and on with that. Again, it's a time. It, it takes time. Because we, like when, you, when you're in the moment with your team, and they're like, no, let's try it this kind of way. You're like, no, but I want this idea to work this way. In that moment, you're, you're being selfish. Because you're yep. going to happen the way you want to happen. Absolutely. But I'm telling you, listeners, if you're in any type of combative moment, whether it's with your team, your mentor, your friends, your person that you're with, whatever it is, sit back 24, 72 hours and really let that digest from their perspective mm -hmm. so you can comprehend it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because if not, again, you put yourself in a mental box. You yep. stunt your own growth. So you can't get mad at them going, hey, they didn't do X, Y, and Z like I wanted. That's why I haven't gotten to that level. No, maybe you some your own growth. How, how does that look? Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. So There's true. There's plenty man. of times I had to go back and look and go, okay, he or she was trying to teach me this lesson. Why? And then eventually I need to actually do whatever they were trying to teach me to progress to the next level. Yep. Yep. I'll That's never it. forget this moment. One of my mentors, um, I asked her to sponsor something for me. So I'm like, oh, everyone's sponsoring stuff. You know, I want her to sponsor one for me. I know, hopefully she'll do it. You know what I'm saying? And she's very, like, analytical. She's very business mind. I, I look up to her just for so many things. And she was 100% with me. She was like, Christina, I'm not sponsored because you didn't come at me correctly. No matter if you are friends and business, you have to come with your business plan together. What am I sponsoring? What is it for? Send me over a sponsor package. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, she's going to be sponsoring from her business. So if she's sponsoring from her business, then her business needs these documents. Yep. It's not personal. I took it personally at first. I was like, well, she should have just did it. <laughs> Right, right, right. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> right. oh, business. I need right, exactly. documents to go in my business. So my business will know when tax time gets here, what was I sponsoring? Yep. What was it for? I didn't look that 20 steps ahead. I was just on that moment. Right, right. But that's and maturity. Then, but then I, I kind of stepped back and was like, oh, I get what she was saying. I need to have my ducks in a row because that was a small event I was talking about sponsoring. 
Now, if I don't have my things in order for small things, how could I ever have a huge event and have huge sponsors if I don't have my stuff together for small things? So, so true. And, and that showed your maturity, your growth, uh, and, and understanding that and realizing it was not to, to hurt you, it was to help you to see why you need to have these things in place so you'll know going forward small medium or large you you're prepared and you have the things in place you need to have in place and that's a part of it you know that's a part of the growth that's a part of the learning that's a part of the process and i think when you understand that and you were able to take a moment and receive that then it's helped you you know further in what you're doing now and so that's so so important exactly because now i know how to have a sponsorship meeting I know how to send an email that says, hey, I would love for you to be sponsored for X, Y, and Z and have that, those different forms and sheets ready in a kit to send them over. Mm-hmm. And so yep. they don't have to come back and go, well, what about this? What about that? No, there's a frequently asked question. There's sponsorship levels. There's, there's entire kits now that are in place specifically for sponsorships because I want to make sure I'm prepared and detail-oriented because those things matter. Again, even if you're not in business, whether you're a teacher, a lawyer, a janitor, those detail-oriented things, they matter in every aspect of life. Yep, they absolutely do. They absolutely do. Sly, this has been a great interview. We could talk Man, all day. We could, we could. be like, anybody like, I don't want to listen to y'all for four hours. It's like, <laughs> we could though, but, I, but I, I really want to tell you, you know, and I want everybody to understand that Christina is one of the most genuine people I have met. She is you know, beyond talented, gifted in so many areas and has a heart of gold and truly is a person that would do everything she can to help you succeed. And when you understand you meet people like that and you have people that you run across that are that amazing, you don't take that kind of stuff for granted. And so if you have the opportunity to understand that her journey to get to where she was today was not something that just was a light switch flip of just, okay, this is what happens. The ups and downs, the challenges, but people like her, people who have a desire to help people and have a desire to succeed and want people to succeed. You don't run across people like that too often. So you don't take those things for granted. And so she truly is a phenomenal individual in what she does and great at what she does. And she's sharing with all of you too, you know, the downs of learning how not to do something, how to do something and learning the importance of growing and that's where, you know, she's consistently been someone who I've paid attention to and watched, okay, she's doing this, man. That's, that's dope. She's working on this. She's working on that. And it hasn't been pretty, but she stayed the course. And there's many times I know she could have probably given up. She could have quit. She could have thrown in the towel. She could have gone back and just done something else. But the fact that she stayed with it, the fact that she's still pushing through is a testament to who she is. And so it's just an honor to be able to work with someone like yourself and to be able to know someone who is that capable of uh, creating and doing things and has a vision to do things that she's doing. So, you know, just trust me when I tell you, you know, when you meet people that are great, you don't take that for granted. You don't take the abilities that they have for granted. And so, yeah, so I want everybody to know that she is, she's a phenomenal individual. So, you know, that's straight from the heart. So there you go. Oh my goodness. That was so nice. (laughs) I did not expect that. Well, just, Hey, it's just, it's the truth. I just want you to know that it's the truth because you know I think sometimes when and along these journeys we don't sometimes have people tell us you know hey no that's a great job or really no you you matter or what you're doing matters and I think we lose sight of that sometimes we get wrapped up in everything else and then we lose the moment to just tell somebody man you know it's a simple saying thank you or just how much I appreciate you or how much I value what you do and you know all those things that stuff sometimes we lose sight of that because we don't take the time to just reach back and just tell somebody that. And sometimes you don't realize how ma- how much ma- that matters. So there you go. It, it does because as people that are always on the go and trying to help, sometimes we kind of forget those things because we are mm-hmm. so focused what we're trying yep. to achieve um, that it's like, okay, am I, am I going in the right direction, God? You know, I know what my purpose is, you know, make sure my colleagues mm-hmm. are, are lined up with it. We kind of, like you said, we, we kind of lose sight of that. Yep, and absolutely. It, it can be very easy to, again, put yourself in a mental place where you're like, I'm not doing enough. I'm not mm-hmm. helping enough. And then it's a small, a very small, like, it did not cost you anything to say that. It was no. pure, genuine from the heart. It, and those words, words matter. Yep, they um, do. They, they do. Really do. And 
I would tell anyone that's listening, you know, tell someone that you appreciate them every Absolutely. single day. Don't, don't lose sight of that. <laughs> don't someone, lose. Call yeah. them something, email them, whatever it is. Just say, hey, not asking for anything. Just want to let you know I see what you're doing or I, I see you and I appreciate you because many people don't feel like they're seen. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Because in the world we live in and how things are, you know, people see certain things and they, they, they base their, their, you know, their abilities and what they've accomplished or how they have performed on what others say or see or whatever. And we lose sight of, you know, that we are doing something good and that we have to, you know, keep pushing and, and sometimes not hearing that, you know, matters, you know, to people when, when, you know, it's, it's said and it's like, Whoa, like, wow, man, thank you. So, I just want to share that with you because a lot of times, you know, I know you're talking about other things with other people, but people need to also know, you know, the, the person that's doing the things that, that you're doing and what you're creating and what you've been building. And so to be able to watch that over the past, you know, couple of years. Oh, I really appreciate you, Sly. And I want people to welcome. know how amazing that you are as well, that well, thank you, you have grown so much in 15 years and this is only the beginning for you you've talked about you know in the past so many things that you want to do and that you're doing you know at one point in time you having a podcast was just an idea yep. and now you have one that is phenomenal so definitely check that out everyone um sly tell everybody your podcast name yeah so my podcast is called sly king unleashed Okay, that's all you have to search for. You can find it. Uh, it's on Apple. It's also, I believe, now on Spotify, but you can find it where most podcasts are found. Uh, it's also out of my social media handle, so you can easily find it there. It'll take you directly to my podcast. And so I, I greatly appreciate the opportunity, uh, Christina, to be on with you and to be on your podcast and to see you do this and to step out and do that, man, is really, really great. And I've always thought you could do a great job with it. So thank you and congratulations to you as well for your podcast. <laughs> Uh, thank you. You're on my third episode. This is going to be the third episode, which is my favorite number. So it's just oh, ironic wow. how I'm talking to a good friend that one point in time he was talking about having a podcast. And then I talked about with you, remember, like one day I'm going to have a podcast. And yep. now we've been on each other's podcast. Yeah. Great yeah. Friend, and this is my third one. I think this is like the perfect third episode. So oh, I that's awesome, man. I, I've, I'm me. honored. I'm honored, man. Thank you. And anytime I can be of help, you know, all you got to do is let me know. Always. Likewise. So before we wrap this up on the Lux Live podcast, how can they find you? How can they reach out to you? If someone's like, hey, I have a commercial. I need your voice, Sly. Yeah, <laughs> How do absolutely. they get in contact with you? Absolutely. So easy, very simple. Find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram. I'm sure you're on that platform somewhere, somebody. So you can find me. It's at... I am Sly King on Twitter, Instagram. Find me on there. Hit me up. I'd love to connect with you. i love to get a chance to connect with people. And, you know, if I can do that, as she said before, you know, we can talk and work on what we're working on. So that'd be great. All right. Well, there we have it, Lux, Lux, Lux Nation. I appreciate you so much, Sly King. The only I am Sly King on social media. <laughs> Reach out to him. Reach out and see his, his work, his voice. Again, how he sounds on radio is that is his voice okay <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you for this. On. Thank, thank you for clearing all that up because I, I greatly appreciate that that means a lot because it's it's always a struggle man i'm like dude i'm not wearing a, it's not like i got on a wig or something it's like oh he took that on took it off it's, no it's this is it okay because <laughs> this for, is it. For, some, for some people that you know they do have that broadcasting voice right right like how right. like newscasters i remember when i was yeah. like the news I, I thought that's really how they sound. And when they're off the news, they're like, hi, what's up? And then when they're on the news, they're like, coming to you live. This is such and such. Like, they, they kind of do have that right, voice right. change or their, mm -hmm. their voice kind of raises. Um, but, again, listeners, that is Sly King. That is his voice. <laughs> <laughs> he is the yep. king for a reason. <laughs> He's always been special with his 12 fingers. Uh, okay, we're going to bring that back up. Yeah, I, I guess so, right? You know, I mean, hey, why not? Now you know, right? You know the legit truth. That's 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 the secret. The secret's out, okay? The king of 12 fingers. We got you. We got you. Yeah. <laughs> right, don't, have, don't report me to, like, ancient aliens or something to have them looking for me because I'm like, okay, it's weird. Okay, let's <laughs>
I, I promise I won't. I promise I won't. I, I won't. I won't report you. They won't tell anybody. It's between us and the Lux Nation. That's it. <laughs> there you go. Cool. That works. That works. <laughs> All right. Well, it's like I will talk to you soon. I'm sure I'll have you on another episode because we can just literally talk about anything for like hours. Yeah. Thank yep. you so much. I appreciate you. And Lux You're Nation, we'll talk to you again. And guess what? There is more. We have a private Facebook group. Yes. Join listeners from all around the world are doing amazing things in the Lux Leaders Facebook group. So head over to Facebook, type in hashtag L-U-X-L-E-A-D-E-R-S into your Facebook search. And I cannot wait to continue to see you grow and shine as we start this journey together. Again, come back every single Friday for a new episode of the Lux Life podcast. And I will talk to you soon.